Hey, what's up, everyone? You're listening to the Bonafide Hour with Bonner and Ellie. Welcome back to another episode of the Bonafide Hour. <laughs> and yeah, this week, I think it'll be really good. We'll just be talking about good connections, actually, and kind of all the things surrounding friendships, I guess, um, maybe some trepidations and fears around cutting people off or, um, you know, how to make friends, I guess. Not that I'm, I don't know an authority on making friends but we could have some like good tips and good advice for people who might be having a difficult time and yeah so this week i'm joined by the magnificent ellie foster yes okay so tell us a bit about yourself tell us like how we became friends all that jazz well my name's ellie as i said before um, I know Bonner through a mutual friend of ours <laughs> and um, yeah, I've just been living the life for the last year, just chilling and yeah, I like to go to the gym when I like cars. Yeah, she's been living <laughs> La Vida Loca. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. It's been going off in Ellie Town, that's for sure. In where? Ellie Town. Uh, <laughs> population Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> e Fonz. Hey, Fuzzy. Fuzzy. Fusta. Fuzzy. <laughs> oh, God. Do you have any other nicknames? What? Nah. People don't even really call me um, L or anything. True. I think a lot of people think that Ellie is already short for like Elizabeth. I thought or it was Eloise. Oh, kill me, Eloise. <laughs> what would you name your kid then? Oh, uh, Morgan and I like really um, like kind of European names. Mm. So we don't really know yet, but. I don't know. <laughs> Something European. Fair. I reckon European <laughs> names are cool. Yeah. Yeah, like what Eastern is- European or like yeah. Central, Western, Southern, Northern. I don't even know. I don't even know that much about Europe, to be honest. Fair. I just, um, no, it wouldn't be like anything too German or mm. anything <laughs> a bit too crazy. But yeah, I don't know, like. Enzo from like Enzo Ferrari is pretty cool. Ooh, Enzo, yeah. more like that's a very like <laughs> Italian, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, it is Italian. True. <laughs> Enzo. What about you, Bart? Mm, I don't know. I feel like I'd definitely name my kids like a Ghanaian name. Yeah. Because like, they have this thing. It's like people name their kids after whatever day of the week they were born so for boys and girls they have like different days of the week that correspond oh cool yeah so it's interesting yeah i always love stuff like that mm. i love really rich cultures and stuff like yeah, that yeah it's pretty good i think yeah. everyone like has one like 
if sometimes if people can't think of a name they'll just like default to that mm. so it's like pretty yeah. common yeah yeah that's so cool mm. <laughs> <laughs> for sure well i think yeah we'll get into this week's topic yeah so yeah i guess maybe a good way to start is um hmm, what do you think about like when you move to a new place how would you say that you make friends well, I'm kind of lucky in the sense that I've always had the ability to um, make friends really quite easily. And, um, yeah, I guess I just do it through being funny. <laughs> she is very funny. <laughs> yeah, and um, maybe, yeah, just I always think be yourself. Yes. But, like, also not so far that, like, you're also going to be, like, an asshole to someone. Like, test the waters see how like if you meet a new person see how they react to you being yourself and if you need to pull back from saying anything that you might usually say around someone else Mm. it's all about testing the waters so you can be as nice as possible i reckon yeah i love that just being nice and funny and yourself i think is how you get friends (laughs) Mm, yeah that's good advice i guess it can be a bit cliche sometimes because everyone's like oh just be yourself like you'll be fine yeah Mm, sometimes have people have a hard time being themselves that is very true a lot of people really struggle with that and that's why i said i reckon i'm really lucky because that's just something Mm. i've never like struggled with and i've never struggled with people judging me like I'm probably a very judgeable person, but I don't, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just don't take to any of it. And I think the more that you don't take to it and the more that you seem like you're not susceptible to that type of stuff, the less you get that to happen to you. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I don't know. What do you reckon? No, I would agree. Like, I feel like you're not really uh, someone who takes judgment on very, like, personally yeah you just kind of i don't know brush it off which is good like that's the way to be yeah but yeah i guess for me personally i would have i definitely struggle like making friends in a new place yeah like in the first maybe like few months or so but then after that it's like completely fine and then i'll just like put myself out there and like go out and stuff and yeah like, do all these different things and try to meet as different as many different people as possible it's always good yeah that's for sure mm. and i think definitely as i've gotten older i've gotten more reserved mm. or just have a longing to like meet new like not had a longing to meet new people like i did interesting why would you say that is Oh, I kind of already feel for full, fulfilled for with full. the for full, for, for full, for, for, fulfilled with the people that I have around me, and I'm not opposed to not meeting new people. Mm. I'm like I'm not going to be an asshole to anyone, but and I love to meet new people out and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just not longing for any of my values for people to be fulfilled everything satisfied i think for me yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah i guess you kind of do realize like at some stage when you want to stop making friends as well which is pretty interesting because i guess people like humans are pretty social like by nature so they're always trying to connect with people and i don't know build relationships i guess because 
maybe survival and like relationships could be tied in some way. Oh, so, 100%. Yeah. Everywhere you look in nature, in anything, there's a relationship. Even like within houses and the things that we build for 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 being human mm. that we have a relationship with that stuff and yeah i think that's important even relationships where it's like a parasite and one's just taking from the other or even relationships that are even in giving and taking true everything around us has relationships yeah, i always I think of like the um like the rhino and like you know that bird i don't know there's like a that sits on the back yeah of it. and it like picks yeah. up the parasites and stuff yeah all those like symbiotic relationships i find really interesting yeah it's... and how there's just like this one thing that evolved and there's this other thing they evolved completely separately but then they ended up finding each other in yeah. nature and now they like coexist and support each other yeah it's pretty crazy yeah. and that so much of that is highlighted in like the natural environment and it's in stuff that like you don't even know either like your connection with your subconscious and how that impacts like your relationships with people and your relationship with yourself whether you're hiding stuff whether you're hiding stuff that you've been through from yourself because you think that that's a good way to deal with it even though even though it's it's not not. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's important to make sure those relationships are strong as well. Mm. It can be hard knowing, I guess, which relationships to strengthen and which That's ones so to true. let go of. How would you say that you're able to tell the difference? Well, that's just why people become wiser because of what they've been through. And you start off young and it's hard to tell. And a lot of people do get hurt, whether it's by a best friend or a family member or you know anyone like or it could just be a random on the street that you thought you know people are nice you're young and you're naive and you think people are nice but that person's actually trying to hurt you Mm, or something like you just learn along the way (laughs) and it's kind of bittersweet because kids have this way of looking at things where they don't have any pre pre perceived judgment on people and they just look at them as people but as you get older I think you you find it hard not to judge people and you find it hard not to know if those people are a good relationship to uphold Mm. but that's like sometimes that can be really hard to know and when you come out out of a relationship like that you learn so much from that I think yeah (laughs) (laughs) i would agree for sure it's like i find the coming out of relationships and i guess this would be interesting an interesting point for later as well but it's probably friendships are like when you lose a friend it's often harder than like going out of a breakup in a way because you tend to depend on your friends a lot more but i think the perception is like if you're in a relationship, then you depend on that person more. But there's yeah. so many like friendships that if you were to lose, then it would have more of an impact than losing a relationship. Obviously, losing yeah. a relationship, like romantic relationship, is really hard. But then losing a platonic relationship isn't really discussed often. And I feel like yeah. it should be because yeah. yeah, super important. 
I think a lot of that flies under the radar for sure. Mm. And it's only people like girls who have been best friends forever. And then like, you know, one of them sleeps with their fucking boyfriend or something. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like the whole world knows and they've blown up on Facebook about it, calling Mm. each other bitches and shit and like saying all these secrets that they've hated each other since year five or whatever. Like, just some bullshit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time you ever really hear about it. Otherwise, you don't hear about the small things, like how you drift apart. Like, most people don't really talk about that. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I think drifting is pretty hard because I guess people have a really um, overly optimistic idea of what friendships and relationships should be. Yeah. Hence why people still feel like, when you get married, you need to stay married. Yeah. Like, I don't know, divorces, so, like, f- maybe not frowned upon. Oh, well, frowned upon, I guess. Yeah. But it's, like, people don't want to accept that it's also a reality and a possibility. Yeah, that's true. But, I yeah. I don't think people like to admit that once they get past a certain age, they're still going to grow. Mm. And that can be for better or for worse. Some people turn out shitter when they get true older. <laughs> <laughs> Any so- examples? Oh, yeah, but like family yeah. members, oh, yeah, old family members have mm. just get old and grumpy. I reckon for sure. And just don't deal with enough issues at the time. Mm, and then <laughs> they just put it on like everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but I think mm, I can't remember what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, <laughs> it's hard. I always lose my train of thought. Yeah, for sure. But no, I think we were talking about like upholding friendships and yeah. Oh yeah, I had drifted onto the idea of platonic relationships. Yeah. But I think before that, we were just talking about like how would you know when to uphold a relationship and when yeah. you know when to let go of one. I and guess I- for me, I probably know when to like let go of one when it's not mutually beneficial Mm. anymore because I feel like so many of the friendships and relationships of mine it's often like me putting in the effort for so long and then like getting such little return I guess from the other person so I just kind of realized like I'm not going to spend my time on people who don't want to put the same or at least similar amount of energy back into the relationship yeah yeah Yeah, I understand that so hard and I, I kind of feel bad because part of me I think I put a lot of effort into relationships with the wrong people because mm, I, I, I think I was someone that struggled to see, like, if people are bad, mm-hmm. like, just through conversation. Like, a lot of people can pick up on that stuff, but I'm not someone who can, really. <laughs> and now I've kind of gone 180 and almost don't put that much effort in with people. And sometimes I can feel bad about it, but a lot of the people that I that like I am now really good friends with they can't that's kind of a mutual understanding like we both kind of put minimal effort in. yeah <laughs> also people just get busy I feel like sometimes yeah. I took it too personally like oh they don't want to hang out with me but at the same time everyone has their own lives and schedules and yeah. stuff so when you can see each other like make the most of it for sure yeah but then there's also something to be said about people that just generally don't put the effort in yeah so. that's that's very true mm. and I think a lot of people just don't understand that either yeah, like, lack of self-awareness yeah I think and my friend um Ramona if she was listening but she <laughs> made the interesting point that she was like 
um, I realized that not everyone has the same amount of self-awareness that I do. Yeah. Which is, like, I never really thought about that before. I kind of just assumed that everyone was, like, equally self-aware, which is a bit silly, I guess, now thinking about it. But it's so true. I guess everyone, like, has just, like, a general lack of self-awareness. Or people are on different levels. Like, someone might be super self-aware of what they're doing. Other people might not be. But it's not until you let those people know of what they're doing. Yeah. Then they can, like move forward and grow as people yeah that's very true I think the first like time I ever saw that people weren't on the same level is when I saw like parents and older relatives around me act like what I imagined a child would or someone even younger than I would Mm. like in terms of self-reflection and how they act towards other people and how they let themselves act like in general like how they talk to randoms and shopkeepers and stuff yeah it's like how can you end up being like 60 and and still be so immature <laughs> it's yeah. actually ridiculous and they just have no self-reflection mm. it's pretty crazy it really is i guess it yeah it always makes me think about this idea of older people being more i don't know like wise or like more mature or like they actually know what they're doing when really no one has any idea what they're doing everyone is literally guessing yeah (laughs) that's so true honestly but some people can just guess a little bit better than than others yeah that is true and i suppose that's why there is a level of wiseness and naivety about people Mm. but it's hard so hard it's almost like if you're born with it, you're born with it. And if you're not born with it, then it's really freaking difficult to try and learn how to do it. For sure. And same with anything about yourself that you want to change or it's been brought to your attention that you need to improve on. It's difficult as hell. It is hard. <laughs> you don't want to reflect on your own flaws. Yeah. Definitely. No one wants their like, flaws mirrored No, to them. exactly. But if you don't work on it... Then you end up with being ages down the line with the same issues and even worse because everyone's sick of your shit. Literally. And then you pass that same stuff on to your kids. And then unless someone highlights it to them and they're actually willing to change from it, then it just keeps going. So be the change you want to see in the world, baby. (laughs) Break that cycle. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. I guess another point as well with maybe making new friends in a new place, do you feel like um, there's kind of an impermanency? So, like, people will, like, not stick around for very long in your life in terms of, like, relationships and friendships? Or, like, do you retain a lot of the same relationships for a long time? I've always been someone who's chased to have relationships for the get-go from the get-go and so it's always kind of been like as you were saying with the how much it hurts when platonic relationships end like I've always wanted people to be there forever and I've always wanted that rapport where we could talk about stuff um and it not be judgmental or hurtful to one another but just for the longevity of the relationship and that's Mm. it and so there's been a lot of people that I've met especially being the age that I am that almost don't 
it's not like they don't have that same thought. It's like they almost don't know how to execute it or they're just not even thinking about it. It's, yeah. it's not coming across to their brain whether they want that relationship to last. It's just like if it does, it does. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. And I've always struggled to think like that. Like, I've always wanted someone to be there forever. Mm. That's why I'm 100% happy to say that I've met my soulmate when I was 16 yes. and happy to go through my life with the same boy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good perspective, yeah. I guess um, people have a hard time because there's so much idealism in relationships and always thinking oh, but wouldn't it be better with this person? And then, like, people just get caught up in thinking about what they don't have and what they could have, but then not taking the time to realise what they do have. Yeah. And it gets really hard because you just get into, like, a cycle of thinking, oh, but then I could have this, I could also have this, but then not really taking enough time to really appreciate what you've got. Yeah, exactly. And there's definitely room for improvement in, like, any aspect of any relationship. But there's also so much to be said about appreciating what you do have. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. And I think some people can even take the route that's a little bit too destructive in the sense that they almost um, don't stop to smell the flowers in a sense. They just want to keep improving and want to keep going and want to keep going. And that's great. They're very driven. They're very driven people. Mm. But in some terms like in a relationship it it isn't always the best <laughs> yeah <laughs> like for al- sure almost because you are planning to be in a relationship with them for so long you need to stop and smell the flowers a bit more i reckon <laughs> mm. yeah i think like you need to question like what's going on yeah in any relationship really it's not good to just be on autopilot yeah the whole for time. sure I think in a lot of the relationships I've been in, like, with heaps of people, um, you know, friendships and everything as well, that I am a victim, I'm not a victim, but a person that does that, like, that used to do that all the time. And, yeah, now I try to just enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I've found that. It can be hard, like trying to enjoy the present because so much of what i don't know human experience is is like future centric it's always thinking about like what am i doing next where am i going yeah how am i gonna get there rather than like where i am now yeah that's very true yeah yeah and sometimes it can be freaking hard as well to think like that especially Mm. if everything's not going right yeah and for a lot of people it's never always going right. Like, there's always something that can be improved. Yeah, definitely. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> she just did a burp, guys. <laughs> burp. Yeah, and I think... Yeah. <laughs> That's what I reckon. Damn, she got those interesting perspectives, though. Yeah, well, I feel like I'm almost, especially in terms of relationships, I kind of bring a different relation, uh, a different perspective rather that than other people, just because mm. I don't know. There's not, there's like not that many people that are in the same situation I am with in terms of relationships. I think. True. Well, in my circle, anyway. Wow. 
how would you say without obviously naming anyone <laughs> but how would you just like generally describe your relationship or relationship situation with well, like friendships and stuff like in terms of that like i'm i'm with morgan like forever now mm. and i don't really mind about it yeah, yeah and a lot of people that are my friends who like i have normal relationships with mm-hmm. they aren't like that yeah. <laughs> they, they want to experience a bit more and I'm, I, that's cool with me like i don't care yeah. i reckon that's great Ooh, love that. <laughs> i reckon it's funny to hear their stories as well mm. yeah it's always good to like get um different energies and experiences for others that's why i feel like i have different friends for different things for sure yeah like, yeah everyone's like oh like why do you hang out with that person but sometimes it's just nice like to have someone to hang around and you don't have to talk about anything serious yeah and sometimes it is nice to have those friends where you can talk about serious stuff with yeah but then it's good to have friends that you can do a bit of both too like there's so many different people for so many different kinds of situations yeah for sure and i think that kind of also comes down to what i was talking about about like that i almost don't need to meet any new friends because like all my values are being already like embedded yeah yeah and that's just because the people i've met have ticked off those social values that i think i need and that i want to experience daily or every couple months or whatever (laughs) like my little dose of whoever yeah (laughs) my little dose of bonner tonight Uh, (laughs) dose of ellie yeah for sure do you feel like you um have based a lot of your values on the values of others or have they come from yourself? Well, I I don't want to say myself because I think they all come from someone else or something else Mm. that you've experienced. Um, I don't think you just come to the... come to the destination of of your values it has to be an amalgamation of what you've been through what you've seen what you agree with and what you disagree with from what you've heard of people and yeah so but I think because I do have values that I think a lot of people my age wouldn't it's not like they don't agree with it they just don't think about it and it's almost like some people don't think like a lot of people that I used to surround myself with don't really understand what's good and what's not for them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And in a social mm. sense as well, not just like a personal sense. Mm. And I, th- yeah, I think some people just don't understand what friends they need. <laughs> yeah, I guess like in kind of these formative years of life, you're always looking for a lot of different people to try and like get a better understanding of how you should live your life yeah maybe so people tend to like jump from friend to friend maybe in hopes that they will find that person that can like teach them a little bit more about a certain aspect of life yeah to try and like grow as a person or whatever yeah exactly but it gets hard i guess when you find the wrong people but they feel like they can teach you the right thing yeah so and it also becomes hard when you meet people who are great and nice mm. but don't really have that understanding yet. True. And so they can't... It's almost like it, 
the time that you hang out with them is almost like a, a wasted time as bad yeah, as it sounds no, but it's not sure. it's not like adding any value like it's just time which is great mm. and often you know the fun boost and the endorphins of hanging out with someone but it's all it almost feels like a superficial experience compared to those with people that like you can receive the stuff that you need to from them <laughs> definitely for sure well in terms of like receiving stuff from people what do you feel like you look for in a friend i guess or what do you want a friend to be able to give you I just, a lot of mutual respect and to um, have the ability to rely on each other, but also not be too um, connected, well, not not connected, but like just not too like clingy. Mm, Yes, for sure, (laughs) yeah. Because I'm just like, I just do so much by myself and unless you're going to be wanting to watch me and my partner play Gran Turismo for three hours or go for a drive, then, (laughs) you know, like, that. even though it kind of sounds solitary, me and my partner do it, and it just, like... Who cares, though? It's better than hanging out with people most of the time. Hanging out with people can be so draining sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And sometimes it can be hard, like, declining people, because sometimes I'm like... I don't really want to hang out with you, but I feel obligated. Yeah. Because, like, I'm too nice to say no yeah. sometimes. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. Mm. But, yeah, definitely, like, I've learned how to make more time for myself. Yeah. For sure, it has been really hard. Like, you know, a relationship with yourself is so difficult, too. And that that's, like, something that doesn't get talked about much. Because I guess if you're, like, spending a lot of time by yourself, people might be like, oh, like, why don't you come hang out? Or, like, why don't you do this? Or, like, why don't you go and meet people? It's like, you should try and understand yourself before committing to someone else, whether it's, like, platonically or romantically. Yeah, yeah, For I sure. definitely agree with that. And that's why I think it's, it is it is important to just have your own thing um, and to be okay with that. Like, there's a lot of people that you think from the outside they look like they're doing fine, but they can't sit at home for an hour. Like, they got to be at home. they got to be with someone all the time. Doing something, yeah. Yeah, always active. Mm, How did you feel in lockdown then? Were you doing well or... Um, It didn't feel any different to me. Mm. I was still working, um... I was still hanging. It was just hard to find drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. That was the only issue I found. I do be like that. Yeah. <laughs> In this modern world. In this contemporary dynamic. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> dystopia. <laughs> it is low-key dystopia. It's pretty crazy yeah. out there. Like Facebook? It's like banning news. Yeah, being shared now. I saw that. I didn't understand what was happening. I don't really get it fully. I think I tried searching up like SBS and ABC on Facebook. Yeah. And it just said couldn't load. Oh. Retry. So I think like you literally can't even go into news pages on right. Facebook. And you can't like share information from news pages either on Facebook now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can see. I, I can understand why, but. Like it, mm. I like I don't necessarily agree with it. Yeah, I. But I can get understand it. why they did it. Mm. Like they've come so much shit. 
They really have. And it's it's not them to decide. Like, it's such a... Media is such a giant space that's, like, totally uncensored and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So it's crazy. It really it, is crazy. It's actually New territory. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncharted waters. Yeah. Damn, maybe Google might be leaving. Ooh. Who knows? That would be wild. What would people do without Google, though? Yeah, like, I love what? Google Earth. It's so good. Ah, Google Earth. I just I can sit on Google Earth on my computer for like three hours and just look at shit. I love that. Yeah. I used to play the flight simulator in school. <sighs> stuff is so good. Yeah. Love that stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy world. It is a crazy world that we live in. Yeah. Hence why relationships are so important. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, you gotta stick with those relationships and in this crazy, crazy world. Yeah. We might not have many left soon. I know, right? Never know what could happen. Maybe mm. tomorrow we'll wake up and nothing will be here. Ooh. Deep. <laughs> Very. You never know. It's true. I agree. Yeah, you gotta live every day like it's Thursday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bloody love Thursdays. I wish I worked a normal nine to five job so I knew what it felt like to like, like you know how people are like, oh it's Monday. Oh really? And oh yeah. Like, yeah, I'm getting Friday. that now. I uh, I see it now having like doing nine to five. Yeah. Where when it gets to Thursday, it's like yes, <laughs> it's <nearly> Friday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, see, it makes the... you appreciate the time you have off, definitely. Yeah. Like, I feel like when I had heaps of time, I was just wasting it. Yeah. Like, I wasn't really being as productive as I wanted to be. Yeah. Obviously, I was relaxing and it was really good. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> I was like, I could be doing so much more with my time, but I have so much of it so I can just do it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you eventually run out of time. And Literally, <laughs> right? It's so crazy. Love that. But yeah. Cool. I think another good topic to talk about would be everyone like having a different idea of you in their head yeah so obviously you can't really control what other people think of you and i guess before you had mentioned that you like don't really care about judgment and stuff like that which is super cool and interesting (laughs) so yeah what do you think about the idea that obviously everyone will have a different idea of you in their mind yeah, and I feel like that's something I kind of struggled with recently is kind of coming to that realisation that people, like especially people that I met when I was like really young, have this really different perspective of me just because of how different I was. I was like an uncensored little autistic girl. <laughs> like, put her away, yeah. please. <laughs> Like, she deserves to go into a mental asylum. No, it was fine. But, <laughs> but like, I yeah, and it, it really made me question, like, how much I do care about what people think in that sense. And, mm. like, I, I don't think I do care that much, and I think it's important not to care that much. Otherwise, you will get caught up in a lot of things. And, yeah, it's just, luckily, it's always been drilled into me from my dad to, like, be pretty confident in my own self and just being the open person that I am. Like, it has made it vulnerable to some people. Mm. But to other people, like, you know, I've made the best of friends out of it and I've got really strong connections because of that. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. For sure. I think vulnerability is something that's, like, 
definitely not talked about as much as it should be. Yeah. I guess because it's often seen as a sign of weakness. Yeah. So where there's probably like more of a sign of strength in a way. Because if you can be vulnerable with people, then it shows just how strong you are yeah and like how comfortable you are in yourself to just be able to put everything out there yeah exactly Mm. and like sometimes it's not always good (laughs) a little little bit too much and you can get hurt but as i was saying it is important to be um open and it is important to be vulnerable so that you can learn who like so that there's so many reasons yeah. <laughs> one of them is to like <laughs> learn that you're not alone mm. and one of them is to figure out that like people understand you even if they even if they're not going through it they understand what you mean and they understand that there are people that can go through it mm. and you learn who are good people and who are bad people and you also learn how to react to someone saying that to you in in another time like you know what the right way is to react to people telling you deep stuff because you've had deep conversations with people before so you know like even if the person didn't react very well you know not to act like that like when you if you're confiding in someone yeah yeah no (laughs) it takes a lot to know like how to act in certain situations and like when not to and who to be able to talk to and that kind of thing yeah and that's why you just learn as well like go along yeah exactly literally but that's why it's important to be nice to everyone Mm. again because even your enemies though (sighs) well it's hard it depends what their enemies are for Mm. like why you're an enemy i think some people who are enemies are unnecessary enemies Oh, okay, elaborate, true. (laughs) Squash the beef, bitch. Well, (laughs) so there's this girl I used to go to school with Mm -hmm. and we we had been pretty good friends since year eight off and on and the last couple years of school we were really tight. And then as we finished school, like, there was a bit of time where we didn't hang out, she went away and it was like schoolies and everything like that. And, like, then she just stopped replying to my messages <laughs> and all this stuff. And, like, it was pretty upsetting to me. Like, yeah. I thought I she said something was going on with her family. So I went and dropped off some flowers out the front of her house. Uh, imagine if she ever listened to that. That would be so funny. Bitch ass, if you can hear this. <laughs> if you ever hear this, you're bitch ass. <laughs> but anyway. Um... <laughs> And, yeah, she told me, like, to never see her again. And then, like, she was talking shit to our other friend. And she said that we were really bad friends to her. And we said all this shit that, like, hurt her. And she, like, never told us that. Ever. (laughs) So, like... Bitch ass, how do you Bitch expect... Bitch ass, if you listen to this, <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> how do you expect us to know? That's what I mean about being truthful. Is like that I had no idea... If, if we were hurting her, I've got no idea what it was mm. or why. And that's what a conversation does. Like, if, if she had told me I was saying something that was hurting her, I'd be like, oh my God, I am so sorry. I'd never say that ever again. True. 
I like, guess so I much didn't of, know. <laughs> I guess maybe so much of like miscommunication, especially in that regard, definitely comes from like pride, and people don't never want to back down. Like <laughs> no one oh, will no. want to say that they're wrong in any situation. So everyone's always gonna like just shy away from it or say something the wrong way in the hopes that the other person will understand. But if yeah. everyone just communicated properly as easy as i'm saying it it's hard obviously yeah but if people communicated clearer then i'm sure the world would be a much better place yeah i agree i think everyone just needs to chill out <laughs> and y'all need to chill be, <laughs> and be nice <laughs> yes come on Isn't be nice like not. and not fake nice you don't have to go up to people that you haven't seen in three years yeah. at the club and be like oh my god hey oh my god, nice hi, to see you hi, hi. <laughs> i haven't seen you in long. <laughs> you don't have to do that shit all you have to do is just be subtly nice if you see someone that you haven't seen in a while just be civil yeah just be like how have you been you know don't be a dumb ass and ask stupid questions just be nice literally it's not that hard. It really isn't. Damn, she's got a lot of wisdom out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You guys better be writing this down. I would. Tips. <laughs> Seriously, but chill. Seriously, though. <laughs> Do you feel like there's much of an expectation to be friends with certain people then? Obviously, if you run into someone in the club, then there's always it's expected that you'll be nice to them. Yeah. So do you feel like there is an expectation to remain friends with certain people? I think that comes down to the person and the experience. So people that have had a lot of history there might feel obligated to stay in that relationship, like what you were saying with divorce. Mm. And sometimes it's like that's not what you should do. True. (laughs) Like sometimes that's going to break you and the other person and you're almost just lying to each other. And yourselves, Mm. and that you think that it can work because some people just don't gel, and you can tell them you can be as open with them as anything, be the most open you have been with anyone else, um, and hold nothing back. But if they don't understand or don't even have the same morals or values that are like really important, something that you can't skip out on, then it's it's really hard to stay friends mm. and you either stay friends and see couple, see each other like a couple times a year or just drift apart and i think once you start to realize you're drifting with someone you i think it's a good idea to sit back and to reevaluate whether you and also what they think um whether you guys should stay friends or True. whether you should let the drifting take its natural course. Mm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but all of this has to be mutual. Mm. It only works if you both understand that. If you both want to drift. Because, <laughs> you know, the ocean drifts in multiple directions. Yes. It doesn't drift in one way, so it has to be mutual. Yeah, exactly. For sure. But, yeah, that's what makes it all just a subtle art. Mm. It's <laughs> a lot of friendships, relationships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That should be a book. That would be a good title, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it could be the um, prequel or sequel, sorry, to The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And this can be like the um, the epilogue. Is that the outro? 
Is the, is the epi like the intro? Epi. I think that means after, doesn't it? Like I think so. end. Yeah. But maybe not. Mm. I don't. I'm not too <laughs> no, flash hot know. on my Latin roots. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> I can Google it. Something we might not have in Australia soon. What Latin roots? Google. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, <laughs> that really changes the curriculum since last time I went to year eight. Yeah, epilogue is end. Yeah. It comes from the Greek conclusion. Yeah, so prologue would be the... Is the start. beginning. Yeah. There you go. This is the prologue. Yeah, a bit of Latin for you guys, a bit of Greek for you. Yeet. <laughs> No, that'd be so cool. I remember year, my year nine or year ten English teacher did a linguistics degree and she was so into language. Mm. She was also the um, Italian teacher. Oh, true. And, yeah, oh, linguistics is her. crazy. Bless her. Shout out Naomi Young. Absolute unit. I love her so <laughs> much. But anyway, she was really into like teaching the... Um, the breakdown of words I and love stuff. that, yeah. Yeah, like it was the, really interesting. I also find the um, etymology of words interesting, like the history and like how yeah. it became that word over time and how it's changed. Yeah. yeah. Super interesting. Like the word bitch is like how that became like what it is now. <laughs> yeah. Obviously a female dog. Yeah. But then it was like <laughs> just reappropriated over time. Yeah. To refer to females in a derogatory term. But also it's used towards anyone now yeah yeah like pussy bitch did like you're a pussy Mm. no that's probably not like you're um yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe not maybe not that love a sidetrack hey yeah um i get to say bitch at work all the time and it's so fun true because i work at a pet store and you just call the animals yeah, so someone will be like, oh, I've got a um, pregnant dog. And I'm like, oh, so you can't use this for the bitch. And you also can't use it when she's lactating. <laughs> and you just see their fucking, their eyes, like, brighten when you say bitch yeah. just in front and with everyone there. And they're all just like, oh. And then they're like, oh, wait, no, you can't yeah. say that. <laughs> like, that's the correct term. That's so funny. <laughs> for the bitch. <laughs> bitch ass. <laughs> Little bitch ass. Ooh, okay, I think this is a good one. Um, so what do you feel about the importance of music in friendships as well? Like similar music taste, you feel like yeah. it's important? Oh, I think the friends you make through music when you have like similar music tastes, if you meet them at like gigs or whatever. Mm. Um, it's always fun and it's a nice little bond that you have with someone like that and it's cool that you can share those experiences especially if you have cool music tastes or like just different it's cool to bond over someone who knows that band yeah it's like oh you know that band it's like exclusive (laughs) yeah Yeah. Mm. um but like my partner's always been into like punk rock pop punk and that's really been a new thing that I've been exposed to but bloody hell it's good <laughs> like it's probably the most technical music i think that punk? gets played yeah oh, interesting um not like old thrasher punk i think that's just like screamo metal in mm. terms of um technical technicality or whatever yeah but like good punk 
is so hard to play. Like, the bassist is, like, got mad. A lot of them play with the pick as well. And they just got mad fingers going. (laughs) And it's so quick. Like, even the drumming is so, like, Travis Barker, all these really great drummers, like, a lot of them have punk backgrounds like even freaking dave grohl from nirvana oh his first band that he was in was in a punk band interesting (laughs) okay some music history for you guys yes but in saying that i think it also doesn't matter because there's i don't think i know anyone apart from me that likes punk rock and pop punk in my friend group (laughs) like everyone's open to it Mm. But no but, one's, like, as into it as you are. Yeah. Sometimes that's nice as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I feel like I agree. Yeah. But it is definitely nice when you're able to, like, bond over it. It's a nice, I don't know, um, like, starting point. Yeah, definitely. And, I, and music's kind of one of those touchy subjects where, like, you can get some real snobby people that know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but then I feel like no one really knows what they're talking about with music. Oh, I exactly. guess like no, they don't. Obviously, there <laughs> would be people like if they play an instrument, then they would know what they're talking about when it comes to actually playing the instrument. Yeah. But when it comes to actually just discussing music, it's just inherently subjective because exactly. it's all based on your own opinion. So no one can really say one hundred percent like this is good, this is bad, yeah. and I'm going to be friends with you because this is good, and I'm going to be friends with you because this is bad. Yeah. Like, it's honestly just all up to your own interpretation. That's why I don't like music snobs. Because mm, yeah. it's like, what do you know? And so many of them don't play music as well. Literally, though. So it's and they are, Everyone just talks about music. Yeah. And it's like, can you guys actually produce something? Yeah, <laughs> no. Do you even know what this instrument is? Yeah. And it's like a mandolin or something. Literally. <laughs> Do you play any instruments? No. Dude. I used to play the flute and I used to play violin, but my creativity always lay with music. I mean, sorry, <laughs> not music. <laughs> Dancing or um, writing. Mm. So I wasn't much... Like, I love music, but, like, I was also... I, I grew up partly deaf. Oh, true. So there's a lot of times where, like, people be like, oh, I love this part of this song, and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking... Like, I can't even hear the bass there and true. shit like that. But, like, I love yeah. music, but I think because of that reason, I've always found it hard to get into, and plus mm. it's just really hard, and yeah. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist, so... Yeah. <laughs> If I don't get it right, I don't like it, Mm. (laughs) which music is. (laughs) Definitely. It's so much about perfectionism. Yeah. It's so crazy to me that, like, someone just decided randomly to put a few materials together to make this thing that can make unique sounds. Yeah. And then, like, make a system in which those sounds can be played to make certain songs and, like, evoke certain emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Just from a few, like, natural elements or whatever. Yeah, I reckon it's crazy how emotional some music can be and all it is is, like, a box with some strings yeah. and then another box with animal skin and a stick. Literally. <laughs> like... <laughs> We're really simplifying it. I love it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, how can, how can it even make that sound? Like, yeah. this is what I think about every instrument. Honestly, what is your second favorite instrument? 
Ooh. Because I feel like second favorite is such a good thing to ask of anything. Because no one thinks of your second favorite. Yeah, it's a Everyone's hard choice. Like, oh, this is my favorite. It's probably bass guitar. And then if it's not like another deep instrument, like a double bass, then it would be like the drums. Mm. Yeah, I love that real beady stuff. Yeah, percussion's yeah. good. For yeah. Sure. Keeps you like energized. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'd love to be able to play the drums. Mm, you should. You should learn. Yeah, you get so fit from it as well. True. And hello, how sexy is a freaking female drummer that shreds? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Brisbane. <laughs> we coming in hot. <laughs> what about you, bud? What's your second favorite um, musical instrument? Ooh, I probably have to say. Like to play or just to listen to? Well, do you play any instruments? Um, I'm learning the piano at the moment. Oh, nice. But, um, yeah. Just both. True. Like, Probably to play, I guess, would be the piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then probably to listen to... I really like those um pan flutes. They're nice, yeah. like the South American ones. Yeah. I don't know why, they just sound cool. No, that's true. I really love flutes as well. I reckon they're pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I think they're a good addition to bands. Yeah, because I used to play trombone in like oh, school. Oh, that's cool. So I like um like any brass or like woodwind instrument. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I find the clarinet fascinating. My yeah. sister played the clarinet. Mm, or like the bassoon. Yeah, oh, cool. that's even freaking sicker. The, the oboe is nice as yeah. well. Yeah. But very rare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any oboe players. Yeah. Oh. If you're listening and you play the oboe, hit me up. Yeah. I'd be cool to start a band. Please. Yes. <laughs> the piano and oboe. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Cool. I would um. I'd love to go see an uh, like a musical show, like not, like not a not like a proper gig, like an mm. orchestra or something. Yeah. Have you ever seen an orchestra? Like a proper big show? Nah, I've seen an opera. Yeah. But yeah, I saw an opera in the opera house. Yeah, that's cool. pretty cool, actually. Because we were just in Sydney and we were like, well, it's not like we come here very often anyway. <laughs> and we're just here, so like, why don't we just say fuck it and just see an opera in the opera house? Yeah. Because then we can just say we've done it and it sounds cool. Yeah, so that's so cool. <laughs> it was cool. It was a German one. Yeah. <laughs> it was very intense, but... I've seen an cool. opera... Um, in on Broadway in America, True. it was Phantom of the Opera, oh, and it was so that good. Would be good. It was so good. Wow! Like the show was crazy. The piano came out into the audience on oh some God. freaking shit, and there was an explosion in there. <laughs> like, and it was meant to be. It was sick. I Damn. was like, "Fuck yeah, America! Fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> America! Fuck yeah!" I think that's from Wayne's World. Wayne's World? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Have you ever seen it? No. Wait. It's pretty funny. I have a good question, though. Yeah. Um, What do you feel about, like, having a lot of friends to feel satisfied? Well... Like, do you feel like you need a lot of friends to feel satisfied, or do you feel like you don't need a lot of friends to feel satisfied? I don't reckon, like, what I was saying before, like, mm. I've, I've kind of been able to find my... um collective group of people even though they almost don't know each other (laughs) (laughs) that um just satisfies each 
bit of the socialness that I need. Mm. So, but I'm lucky in that sense. I think it's different for everyone, as with all this stuff. Like, yeah, so <laughs> all these so, experiences yeah. are just different. It's so personal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm just lucky that I can kind of have that. And, and that the people that I have found satisfied lots of different ones as well, like different values mm. that I need. For sure. That's good. Yeah. What about you, But Do you reckon you have heaps of friends? Mm, I feel like. I run into a lot of people <laughs> and it's like nice because you've always got someone to hang out with. Yeah. But at the same time, there's like a bit of pressure to keep up those relationships. Yeah. And I think the ABC had this article like a little while ago. It's like you can actually only sustain about 150 like relationships Wow. at any time. Yeah. And so they God. said like you've got about like five, like three to five really close friends Yeah. Um, that you would trust with like anything and then outside of that it's like mm, 10 to 35 like um friends that you see like every now and then and they're still great people but like they're not in your close close friendship group yeah but they're still like good friends and then outside of that it's like acquaintances and like distant relatives or like people that you met a couple times but you still like might run into but don't really know that well so they uh, said it can be from anywhere from like 150 to like 200 but it's mostly around 150 like relationships apparently which is interesting yeah i never really thought to put a number on it until i read the article yeah Mm. that makes me feel like i have no friends (laughs) (laughs) no i just I for me I feel like I've got that close close knit group mm. and then family is almost like a second barrier in that as well that like I'm just I'm a, very much a family person yeah and my family is pretty important to me so That's they're good. almost like my friends mm. um and then everyone else is distant it's just the close group of people that i Mm. work on those relationships and everyone else i if i have a memory on snapchat that comes up that's about the only time i talk to them yeah or if i see them that's fair enough though yeah Mm, i would agree to be honest i guess like i would say i'm more of a floater in terms of friendship groups yeah like i have a lot of I, I guess, as I mentioned before, like, just a lot of different friends for different things. Yeah, yeah. So I just tend to go between different groups depending on, like, how I'm feeling or what I want to do in that week or whatever. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's good, but then other times it can be hard because if they don't... If those different groups don't know each other, I don't know if I... When I introduce them to each other that they'll get along. Yeah. Because I'm friends <laughs> with both of them, but, like... They don't know each other, so it can be awkward if they do meet. But then a lot of the time, like, they do get along really well. And it's, like, a nice crossover episode. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's always kind of weird when that happens. Mm. And you're like, how did you know that person? I didn't know. Like, I know that person. How do you know that person? (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yay. (laughs) How do you feel like your relationships have grown since you've like gotten out of school and are now just like in the general world as an adult i think i've gotten like the friendships that i do have are like more legit and everything has just become more like adult 
Mm. <laughs> and it's like the, with the same people, but we've all just matured. Mm. That's good. Yeah, it's been nice to just grow with everyone, and therefore the relationship grows. I love that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. found that like moving towns definitely had a big impact on that because I wasn't really surrounded by the people I went to school with, I guess. Yeah. So then kind of forced me to make new like relationships and friendships which i was yeah. happy about i was happy to meet new people but it was so hard at the beginning for sure like yeah having to start over from scratch and definitely made the wrong friends i feel like at the beginning yeah because okay. it was just kind of situational it was only yeah. because we were like around each other all the time but then when we weren't around each other like we would never talk yeah and i didn't okay. really like process it fully until we weren't friends for ages and i was yeah. like shit we only really hang out because like of a party or because of this or because of this one person like yeah we never hang out just independent of all of those factors yeah that's yeah. crazy mm. but no it's good like definitely appreciate having had that experience of like yeah. being thrown in the deep end yeah and it's a pretty cool place to come to like mm. like anywhere is better than townsville oh no. yeah <laughs> for sure no, <laughs> but, i agree um... wholeheartedly <laughs> Um, oh, it is so quiet. It's it's a good spot because I feel like if you went to Sydney or Melbourne and any other cities are going to be a bit um, too far away but, yeah. and, like, not worth moving to. But, like, Sydney and Melbourne are just a bit too much. It's so busy. Yeah. Mm. Like, I, I can't even deal with Brisbane busy. Like, that's why I moved 40 minutes away. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck this shit. I don't yeah. want to deal with a train. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's a good city in the sense that it's not too overpowering. Mm. In- you still get that, like, passiveness if you want it. But yeah. then you can still get a lot of that, like, busy city life, city life if you Woo. want. Yeah. But, yeah. It's yeah, good. No, it's I, good. Yeah, I like it. I used to hate Brisbane for that, and I still kind of despise it because it's like a fake city. Mm, it's just like not fake. that good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like don't come to it. <laughs> I feel like Brisbane's just in a bit of a weird limbo, like trying to figure out its identity. One hundred percent. Yeah, like mud flats, desert, shit hotness, yeah. and then like New South Wales is south, so mm. it's really. Yeah. <laughs> really really in a spot there yeah, but then i guess it is hard because like identity is never identical so how can you kind of find something that doesn't stay the same yeah that's very like true. if it's always changing yeah you know yeah well that's exactly right and even though brisbane's kind of always had this emergence emergent emerging city feel like it's been emerging for a while sweetie (laughs) yeah Yeah. well like i don't know that's what i feel like it's just like not as built up (laughs) Mm. and like it will get to that point because that's how it works but i think it's interesting the i like the things that people know brisbane for have changed over the years yeah true like even though the icons are still big like there's a lot of like social things that aren't like the fucking what overseas sees Brisbane as like mm. what we what what people from Melbourne see Brisbane as and all that has yeah. changed over the years True. I reckon I agree definitely I like a lot of people are buying like houses and stuff here now from like yeah. Sydney and Melbourne a lot of people are moving I guess because of their COVID has been like a lot worse yeah. than Brisbane's has so they just kind of want to escape that congested 
urban lifestyle. Love COVID. Mm. Yay. Love her. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Yeah, I feel like we covered a lot. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any last questions for me? Queries, thoughts, concerns? <sighs> Not really. Bon bon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel well satisfied. Love that. What Thanks. do you reckon? Yeah, I feel like it's good. I feel like you talked about everything you wanted yeah. to chat about anyway. But it was good. Good talk. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> definitely learned a lot. It was yeah, good. Yeah. I think it's always cool to have, be able to have these conversations with your friends. Mm, definitely. You learn a lot. Yeah. And it makes you, hopefully it doesn't make you question in a bad way, but it makes you question <laughs> in a good way. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Like what they've been to you and all that stuff. I think it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And yeah. on that note, Adios, amigos. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>